silent night, gory night. All is calm. No, what does he say he's gonna say? Unless they don't want to get shot in the fucking head. (laughs) Or if they don't want to get shot in the head. (laughs) Well, it's Christmas time, everybody. Can we just say there's always room for John Leguizamo in your movies? Always. There's been several this holiday season. Yes. What was the other one? (laughs) I can't remember. The menu. Oh, yeah. Playing a very similar character. Yeah. But it's Christmas time. Yeah, it is. Christmas. I think this is the first time we've ever like done a Christmas movie. We just did no a Christmas movie. No, we didn't. No, there was something. We've I wrote all those bios the other day, and there were two Christmas. Based. No, one of them was. What was it? We talked about. <laughs> we're we're terrible. We're old. Well, okay, well, the okay, point anyway, stands. we have never done a Christmas movie. This I, is a real Christmas movie. Okay, but it's not just surprise. This is a surprise. Okay, Stephen wrapped a package. Stephen did that? Stephen wrapped a package, two packages, and uh, put them under the Christmas tree, the proverbial Christmas tree for you, listener. We're going to unwrap. Today, we're going to talk about three Christmas movies. Wow. Not just Violent Night. You might have come thinking, I don't want to listen to Stephen and Gabe talk about violence. They're probably really anti-war. That's true. I love four. But but we're also going to be talking about two other Christmas movies uh, that also came out that uh, Gabe has not watched. No, I really don't care for Christmas. Yeah. Unless and, it's and violent. And Steven loves Christmas. He does. You're a real nostalgic. Why am I talking in, in myself in the third person? <laughs> Steven loves Christmas. I love a Christmas. What are the so, movies? Okay. The first movie is an Apple TV film called Spirited with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. And it's a retelling of the classic Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol. With Scrooge. But it's also a musical with the same guys or the same people who wrote music for movies like The Greatest Showman. Um, so it's this very these very good musicians and, and uh, musical writers, uh, musical number writers. And um, it was really, really good. I liked it a lot. Uh, it did it w- fill you with holiday cheer? It did. It did. I felt filled. With? Holiday <laughs> And oh yeah, it, I just thought it was so well done. I mean, it's not for everybody. Not everybody likes musicals. Not everybody likes comedies. Not everybody likes Christmas. Uh, in fact, I know a couple Oklahomans who don't like all three of those things. I gotta say, Stephen, this feels like one Adam Sandler short of a good time of a holiday classic. <laughs> um, I gotta say that I really do think that it hit a lot of uh, things on the head and and then in a couple in a couple areas in a few areas i don't think it's for everybody like i just said but i enjoyed it a lot it's definitely something that i might watch again in my lifetime okay i thought ryan reynolds and will ferrell both did a great job i like we should bring back the old scales this is a f- oh they also a- did they made a joke about elf in it which was funny really because will ferrell he's a, a ghost of the christmas present or past or something and um <laughs> It doesn't even matter. But anyway, he can like walk through people and walls and stuff. But he sees somebody dress as Buddy the Elf and he's like, that's weird or whatever. Anyway. Elf is a 21st century classic. Elf is one of the best Christmas movies ever made. Thank you, John Favreau. Maybe the best movie John Favreau's ever made. John Johnny did that? All right. So the second movie that I wanted to talk about was A Christmas Story Christmas. Oh, yeah. This came out, this came out on HBO uh, Max, the thing that is canceling Recipes. everything right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> but this is the sequel 
to the direct sequel to, and there's been a couple sequels actually, but it's the direct sequel to my favorite Christmas movie of all time, which is A Christmas Story. It was made in 1983, directed by Bob Clark. It single-handedly captures the feeling of Christmas for me, and I can watch that movie, and I can feel good about my life and what Christmas means for me, and yeah, it's amazing. And I've watched it every Christmas, like Christmas Eve and Christmas, and it just puts me in that feeling. It puts me in that space. And A Christmas Story Christmas, it's like, how could you follow up to something of that caliber, you know? And uh, it did, honestly. It did put me in that place again. And um, it did it in a way that I didn't expect. It did a lot of things well. It captured the feeling. And and A Christmas Story has this kind of like, it's like every scene or every other scene is they're kind of like these these tiny vignettes of like this what's going on within this family at around Christmas time and it capitalizes kind of on the tropes of of Christmas and like you know whatever's happening at that time and a Christmas story Christmas did the same thing like it didn't play out like a movie it did have an overarching narrative and a and a satisfying uh, beginning middle and ending but it, in the middle, it has these little tiny moments and these vignettes that that like are very relatable and very recognizable as things that have actually happened to most families during Christmas time. And um, it puts you back in that small town feeling. And it, it felt like just like a very perfect sequel. It has the exact same kid who played Ralphie in the original. Peter Billingsley. Yep, Peter Billingsley, all grown up and back in action he's great he's super super great he's also an elf by the way yeah he's apparently also a producer of iron man oh okay and played a reoccurring character that was in spider-man far from home i'm looking at his imdb and my mind's melting yeah he's he's a good actor on there was not a moment in that movie where i was like oh this he's a bad actor now it's like he was a good kid actor but a bad actor later no he's he's still working in the industry and he's he's great Honestly, A Christmas Story Christmas is something I'll probably revisit. Not as often as A Christmas Story, but you could watch the two hand in hand and really feel Christmas for your Christmas season. Well, I got one quick question for you, Steve. Very important question. Okay. Where does, with this new movie, where does A Christmas Story 2 fit in? 2012's direct-to-video, direct sequel. Well, I told you there have been a few sequels of A Christmas Story. So it just disregards all these other movies? They mean they exist, but whatever. Ralphie was just a totally different person. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty hilarious. Wow. <laughs> so much cinema history today. Yep. So. What's our movie of the day? No, I asked you. I said, so what are we doing today? It's uh, a third Christmas movie. You're welcome, by the way, for me unwrapping those presents for you, listener. But. Today's main event. In one corner, weighing in at 300 pounds, David Harbour's Santa Claus. As Santa he's, Claus. He's so good. This did, movie, you saw it twice. I did. Didn't you? Violent Night is what it's called, and it is really good. Did you enjoy it the second time? Yeah. Did you have a beer the second time? Yeah. <laughs> it's only a movie I'd see with friends. Each time. I saw it with you, and then I saw it with other people, and I laughed just as hard. Let me At all the same beats. Let, at all the same beatings. Let me just set the... the can I set, yeah, the, set the stage? stage. Okay. <laughs> So this movie is about a disgruntled Santa. Real Santa. Yep, very real <laughs> Santa. Who, yeah, not like a bad Santa kind of thing. 
disgruntled Santa who is just kind of done with being Santa and he thinks all the kids are spoiled and all they want is video games and what's the other thing? Sex on TV. Sex on TV. He's also, and you come to find out this later, that he's an ex uh, like Viking or like Nor- Nordic. He's a Nordic warlord. A warlord. <laughs> Something like 1,200 who, years before. Who's become Santa. And he being Santa doesn't even know how his magic works. But anyway, he's just, you know, he's really whatever. He's still just doing, he's going through the motions. This kind of Santa, he's, he's drinking. and then He's, he's becoming cynical. Yeah, he's very cynical. Very cynical. Um, and lo and behold, he gets stuck in this house where these people have taken over the, these rich people's house, this mansion in the middle of nowhere and his reindeer fly off and leave him there. And it's the same night Christmas Eve that these people have been planning this, um, heist for a long time. And they're pulling the heist on this rich family. And Santa is there to, Kill them all and take out the team of heists, thieves, and murderers. It's time for season's beatings. <laughs> when the first trailer I saw, there was a line where you see David Harbour, David Harbour, who's known for... Jim. Yeah. Harbour? Harbour? <laughs> What's his last name? Hopper. Hopper. <laughs> Harbour. <laughs> Wait, okay, so David Harbour is known for Jim Hopper on Stranger Things. But anyway, um, what was my sentence? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where you were going. (laughs) He's having a hard time. But, uh uh-oh, in the trailer. So he he looks at the camera in this really kind of kitschy, cheesy way, and he goes, it's time for season's beatings. <laughs> and I absolutely died. I've never heard anything like that before. But that line wasn't in the movie. It wasn't in the movie, but I could. But there was a scene where he says a very funny, kitschy, cheesy line just like that with the same lighting. And I think what they did was, you know, came up with like, hey, say these six to ten pun, punny line, mm-hmm. Christmas lines. And he just kind of went through them. But the line that they used in the movie was... He's going to eat through these guys like a plate of cookies. Yeah, he's going to eat through these guys like a plate of cookies. <laughs> also great. Yeah, really good line. And that is the greatest strength of this movie. It's, yeah. It's mastery of tone. It's knowing exactly how seriously it should take itself at any given point. From top to bottom, David Harbour as Santa plays it perfectly, all the way to John Leguizamo playing this you know, ringleader, this mastermind theft. Thief? Thiever? He's a thief. Thief five. But he, John plays it so straight, even though he's saying the most ridiculous lines. Uh-huh. So this comedy, just it, this violent, you know, dark comedy works so well. Black comedy. I also want to say it works well because there's a lot of heart in there as well, unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, it turns out everybody in the family just sucks, except for the little girl's mom, who I yeah. think also sucks at some point, but. But they all suck because they're very selfish. Yeah. It's basically this very rich woman and her son and her daughter who are grown up and have their own families. The daughter is dating this actor who's into himself, very vain, and she's just this money-grubbing, awful woman. And they have this, or she has this son that is like a terrible Justin Bieber streamer. 
Like I'm talking early Justin Bieber when he was like 12. Just awful. Like you immediately don't like him. He's like a TikTok, you know, cringe Gen Z kid. Oh my gosh. It's the worst. And then then you have the son who you don't you really know what his motive is until later, but um he has you could tell he had this child with this woman who actually seems like a pretty decent person. Um, and their child is like super kind hearted and just really cute, uh, young girl. And, uh, anyway, she somehow gets in contact with Santa, uh, via this walkie talkie thing. They, it's a whole plot device, but so she's talking to David Harbor as Santa throughout the whole thing and encouraging him and telling him how much she believes in him. Uh, not only as Santa, but just as a person. And the reason that she believes in him is because he brings hope to people and, she single-handedly restores his faith in humanity. <laughs> and she persuades him to use his unique set of skills yeah. <laughs> to save the day. And we should say, Santa, when he was a Nordic warlord, his weapon of choice was like a massive like sledgehammer. It was a warhammer. It was a warhammer. Called hammer. Skull Crusher. Skull Crusher. <laughs> That's right. And so he finds a sledgehammer inside yeah. of the shed <laughs> of this estate and proceeds to cave the skulls in of this elite. Like he's you know. like, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, I got my skull crusher. Back. <laughs> he's like, yeah, incredible scene. Yeah, it it really showed. One of the producers was David Leach from John Wick, and it had a oh, lot of great practical action. Yeah. I really really liked this movie, not just because of Christmas, not mm-hmm. just because of David Harbour, but because of the fact that like it balanced all the different genres so well, like yeah. it was simultaneously an action film, mm-hmm. uh, like a parody of kind of like home alone and, and kind of the feel good movie that home alone was it, a Christmas movie. Yeah. And then, and also a comedy. It, it jumped genres like all over the place throughout the whole movie and did it so well. And it was so well paced. Like it was so well edited that it it was able to just do everything at once and execute it pretty flawlessly that I I just enjoyed the heck out of this movie. I, I will definitely be watching this again for a number of reasons. Um not until maybe next Christmas, but yeah. but yeah. Award for most metal, I think, most metal kill of the year probably goes to this film. The way uh David Harbour as Santa Ends up executing. Okay, full spoilers <laughs> uh, for this pod. For this pod, the movie ends with Santa saving the day, and he kills John Leguizamo's character by after this incredible frozen over pond uh, knife fight or whatever melee. He <laughs> Santa. Part of Santa's magic is he taps his nostril and he ports through a chimney all the way up to the top. Yeah, that's the, this is Santa thing. I didn't know he did that one. He 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 taps his nose or wiggles his nose and then he he goes up the chimney. Well, that's incredible. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Oh, okay. I never really had a I, lot of. Santa I can't lore. believe I'm here for this moment where I'm like, thank I'm you, seeing you experience what Santa lore actually is. <laughs> this is what I, I was. I never on. had the believing in Santa part of my childhood. I what? Was, it was a Christian home. You Santa's never believed in Santa? Super not real at no, any wait, point in my wait, life. Wait, wait a second. We're stopping everything. I'm sorry. You never, your parents never said, like. Not that I recall. I was born. They were never like, oh, Santa brought this. Or no. Are you kidding me? Encouraging Santa? What? That's not very Christian. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Your parents hated you. No, hell. They hated you. They called it love. 
They say, David Harbour ends up porting through the chimney while holding on to John Leguizamo. This is why you hate Christmas. I hate Christmas. Oh my god! Bah humbug! But this movie's great. Oh my gosh! He pulls John through the chimney, yeah. and Santa turns into stardust as he goes through the chimney. So he appears magically fine on yeah. the other end. You've never seen Santa Claus with Tim Allen? Yeah, I really couldn't say. Oh my gosh! Is that how it works? Anyway, listen. I'm telling the story. He ends up on the other side at the top of the chimney with the mutilated corpse, the very torso of John, who has been delimbed, for, yeah. is, for lack Sucked of a better word. the chimney. Yeah, with just his torso remaining, his decapitated and his you know, armsless, legless. The most insane, like the perfect cherry on top end yeah. to this <laughs> crazy movie. Just just a delight. It just was a great. fun for the whole yeah, family. <laughs> Honestly. No, speaking of that, though, the first showing where we were seeing it together... There were literally like 10 or 12 year olds behind us the whole time. Every time something violent happened, they'd be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what is this movie? What wait, is this? Wait, the kids would react. And I'm like, you you realize this film is called Violent Night. It's another great reminder that nobody knows what they're seeing in theaters anymore. <laughs> kids will take, or kids will take, parents will take their kids to see movies like this. And it's like, it's true. I don't think you really knew what you were getting into. But. I'm glad they had a chance to experience it in the theater for, you know, the times we're living in. You got to, it's dark. Well, I'm glad you, I, I'm glad you now know who Santa is. Kid. Santa Laura. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I just, I love how live, like in front, uh, we recorded my reaction to you hearing that you never knew Santa. I, well, yeah. I love how they don't dig into the, like the hard science on how Santa could visit every kid at night, you know, and in, in a sing every kid in the world who they is do, nice. They dig into that in the Tim Allen Santa Claus. How does he I do remember, it? Is it a time? I remember it when temporal? I learned that Santa wasn't real. I remember that. And I think you? a lot Tell of me moments, about it. it wasn't that big of a revelation, oh. but I was so excited for Christmas morning that I could not sleep. So up until I'm not kidding, I was watching the clock about three or four in the morning. Wait, how old are you here? I don't remember. Yeah. It was one of the Christmases, probably around seven or eight. Um, I I heard my parents like going up up the stairs and down the stairs and up the stairs, and, and I just put it together. I was like, "Oh, my parents are doing this." And really? I was, yeah, I was old. You en- figured it out on your own. On my own, yeah. I, wow. I was I was old enough, and you know what? The next morning, it didn't matter. I was like, "Christmas is still Christmas." I'm getting shit. I'm getting shit for Christmas. So. I'm glad it didn't shatter your psyche. No, it didn't. But, but <laughs> yeah, no, I was totally fine. I was just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Cause like my parents love me and they want to do all this stuff for me. So, but yeah, no, it wasn't a big deal. I, but I put it together. Yeah. On my own. And then the next morning I, I never mentioned it. I never said, I just knew from that moment on, I was like, Santa's so your parents never like, but Santa, Santa's Santa represents so much more for like the spirit of Christmas and what, what it means for families and kids of all ages you know what i mean i don't like I, like I toys it. toys r us like i'm a toys r us kid i never grow up that kind of thing <laughs> I, I do know toys r us i like toys r us it's gone <laughs> toys r us is gone. they're still around a little bit but anyway yeah, well that's violent night I- <laughs> oh, jesus check it out it's still in theaters yep it's a great film thanks for listening to me talk about christmas merry christmas everybody and happy holidays <laughs> to all. Uh, here's a song from uh, maybe the score, I guess, because that's all we got. Yeah.